0: Hey, welcome to the Jaywalk Podcast. Um, um please share and like and distribute to other people. So I can go just stay a little bit bigger if you could. Or if you F with me. Um but um uh I'm on all streaming uh what well I'm all, all streaming uh where well, they stream podcasts, I'm on all of them. So please, please If you will, or if you like me, or if you don't like me, um, uh, you know, share me and talk about me word of mouth, you know what I'm saying? And I might throw you a little something. So, um, yeah, but before I get started, um, I want to say a shout out to the three soldiers that, um, that lost their lives in Syria. It's really, really sad. Um, they all were black, all three of them. And I want to say rest in peace to them. Thank you for your service and sacrifice. Um, it's really sad that you're gone and I hope your families can find some, um, healing. Um, but, um. One thing we don't do enough to these, uh, soldiers, cause I got two of them that are very close to me. Um, is thank them for the service. They're, they are the real heroes. They are the real heroes. So, um, <sighs> so, um, May them soldiers rest in peace. Man. Really, really sad. Um on another lighter on a lighter note. Kansas City Chiefs, Chiefs Kingdom, baby. Chiefs Kingdom, baby. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Back to back. Back to back. This ain't been done since the Patriots. Man, Patrick, my homeboy. What else can I say? <laughs> yeah. Back to back, baby. Woo. But, uh. Yeah. Um. Also, before this podcast got started, I've decided I where I'm going to trade Tim Scott. Tim Scott is Jerome, I, Jerome Walker, president of the black delegation, is trading Tim Scott for Venna White. Yes, Venna White is now in black and she's going to roll with us. So I'm Venna White. Welcome to be in black uh, because we're done with Tim Scott. Did y'all hear him? I just love you. He is pathetic. Oh my god, he is so pathetic. Oh, it. Oh my god, he's just. Uh, his tongue is so up, far up, Trump's butt, that he can't tell the difference between shit and chocolate. he is pathetic not just as a black man he's just a pathetic politician period so it it it, i i i don't know i'm stuttering because i it's just no words for somebody that pathetic he is pathetic so he has now been officially traded for vanna white so um but i digress um uh I want to respond. I got a couple of uh so I got from some black women, I got a couple of responses um about by Tarazi P Henson podcast about her. And let's see. Jerome, you know the disparity you talk about how pro black you are and you know the disparity between black women and any other um Entertainment. Uh, Okay. And what else? Let's see. Wow. You're just like, you're just like the white power structure. Wow. That's pretty, pretty harmful. But okay, I'll take it. What else? Why did I say that? Okay. Let's, let's put this in perspective and let's, let's unpack this. That's what my therapist says. Let's unpack this. Okay. Now, think about it. Taraji G. hens probably one of the great actors of our time. She is very, she's, um, very talented. She's very beautiful. She is, she's, she's the total package. Um, but, I, like DJ Vlad said, I don't want to hear millionaires cry. That woman had worked very hard to get to where she is, and she's um she she lives in a six million dollar house and she's worth twelve million. Okay, I you can miss me with that shit. Because I'm telling you right now, there are real, real people that work much harder than acting, that get paid a lot less. There are more important jobs than acting that are important. To make this country run, there are way more jobs where people work so goddamn hard that they're having heart attacks or getting um, uh, high blood pressure, having strokes, and everything else. PTSD. Those three beautiful soldiers that died wasn't making the amount of money she does, and you're supposed to sit there and I'm supposed to feel sorry for you because you're making up close to what, two, what, less than two, one or two million? whatever, whatever you make, whatever you make, and I'm, and we're supposed to feel sorry for you, because Oprah didn't pay you well, like I said, I don't, I'm doubling down on it, maybe you should take back some stuff, or maybe you should live more modestly, maybe you should give up your house, and get a house, and everything else, whatever. But there are people that do way more difficult jobs than acting. That don't. They don't make even a percentage of what she makes. So forgive me if I feel if I if I sound insensitive. I don't care. I think I care because a millionaire is crying on TV. I don't care what color she is. There is real-world shit going on in this world right now, and she's crying because she's making hundreds of thousands of dollars. That woman made $150,000 per episode on Empire. When was the last time y'all made $150,000 in a year? And I guarantee you, and a lot of y'all work a lot harder than acting. Acting is tough. It's not an easy thing to do. I'm not... Don't... Don't... I'm not... I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to go that far. But... uh, I will say this, though. um, There are way more serious things going on in this world than a millionaire crying because she thinks she's getting the short end of the stick. She hasn't been the lead in anything. She hasn't... There's a lot of reasons why she doesn't get paid the way she gets paid. But once again... If that's the case, you stop, start producing your own movies or anything else. The artist of any form of entertainment is the low person on the totem pole. Everybody knows that. Her crying is them t- is the equivalent of a fast food worker going to work at any fast food restaurant talking about all I get paid is minimum wage. The math ain't math and right. The owners and the corporations, they they, they, shh, shh, they get all the money. Yeah, that is the equivalent of that when you are an artist in any form of entertainment. That's just how it works. So, I'm sorry if I sound insensitive, but I'm so, I'm not trying to hear millionaires cry. I, I really am not. So, I don't care who gets offended because it's not going to change. There are some people that are in the hospital right now that... Probably ain't going to wake up tomorrow. And if they do wake up. They're not going to be worth no 12 million dollars. So you can miss me with that shit. If I sound like I'm getting. um, Upset. Because I am man. Because it, it, it is laughable. That. Just because rich people work hard to get to what they get. How they can just sit and cry. When they know that it ain't, they ain't got it that bad. They ain't got it that bad. Man, I'm sorry. It's just, ugh. It's frustrating. It really is frustrating, man. It's, whew. Let's see. I think I got another question here. Hmm. The question is. Hmm. What is that? What do I think about? What? What is that? What am I reading? Hold on, y'all. I'm, I'm I can hardly see this. What? Oh, okay. I see it now. I see it. It's a two parter. What do you think is your biggest weakness, and what is your biggest streak? Uh, well, that's, that's weird. I think my biggest strength is, or my biggest weakness is, that um, I'm d- too dependable. And that's also my greatest strength, that I'm very dependable. Um, I don't know how or why uh, one would... Uh, uh, would say something and not do it because a lot of times when somebody says something and you depend on that and um um and then you don't do it and you kinda of messed up their you know, their day or their lives when they could have had a second option. I don't think uh I don't think that's ever good to do that, man. You I just think you should be able to do ninety percent of the things that you say. Yes, that's nine out of ten. So, use that one, um, that, that one that that doesn't get done, um, kind of makes it hard to, uh, I don't know. I think, I, I think that. I'm too dependable and people always call you when you need something when you're too dependable and I don't get that same dependability you know when I call when I ask for something but me being who I am I just cannot be dependable so uh, yeah, yeah, my dependability is my biggest strength and my biggest weakness. Let's see, what else? Why do I hate the WNBA? Well, first of all, I don't hate the WNBA. I was the biggest advocate, and I got receipts um, of getting Brittany Griner home. I was up there, standing right there, saying, get Brittany home, get Brittany home, get Britney home. So, I, it's not that I hate the WNBA. What I'm saying is, WNBA, the salaries cannot be raised because the league is losing money. So, they can't get paid like the men. So, the men, they make up the losses that that, that, league, that league loses about, what, $10-$12 million a season? That's a lot of money, so the NBA has to make up for that loss. So, if women ain't generating that type of money, then they cannot make bigger salaries. I'm I'm sorry. That's just how that's how capitalism works. That's how economics work. It'd be equivalent of, let's say, I start any any business of any endeavor, and I make ten million dollars. Me and somebody else. And. If I make 10 million. And they say hey. I know I was getting three of this. But I. I want. I, I think I deserve eight. And I would tell them well. I would love to pay you eight but. <laughs> I don't. We don't make enough to pay you eight. As a matter of fact we're losing money. Well. Well. I still deserve eight. Well, I'm sorry. It's not going to happen because we don't generate enough money for me to pay you eight. It's all economics. So the WNBA, um, it's not that the women don't deserve more, but they don't generate the revenue the men do. That's all it is. It's, it's, it's a revenue thing. So, when you want to put, what is it, Title eleven when it comes to women talking about, you know, fair pay and everything else? I'm sorry. I mean, it, it can't, I can't, you can't. The men generate billions and billions of dollars. The WNBA w- is losing millions and millions of dollars. Come on. I'm sorry, that's what it is. and I, I don't hate, I, I want the WNBA to be successful. That's what I want. But, just, I don't know. The WNBA, they got a lot to fix before this women get better raises. Let's see what else. What is your political affiliation and who are you going to vote for? Be most likely to vote for in this upcoming election. And you all up in my business, ain't you? I don't give a damn. I'll say it. Man, right now I'm voting neither. Um I will give Joe Biden a little bit of credit for what he's done with the um with the um school loan uh program student loan excuse me program um i think he did a great job with that because he couldn't write off you know a certain amount or whatever but um other than that though uh, he's been very last days ago on things that um black people need and and that's just like every other president, including Obama. But the thing around Obama is, you know, it didn't get worse for black people. Um, but Joe Biden, um, I don't know, man. I just don't. Uh, I just don't like him. Um, like I said, democrats they are they are very good being. They're very good election pimps. They really are. I mean, they're great election pimps, and I just cannot. I can't um I can't do it. That's why I stay independent because they're just um I just can't I just can't mess with them. Um but as of right now, if I was leaning towards voting for somebody, it'd be neither. Um Donald Trump is not very bright. He's a narcissist. He's he's childish. He's immature. And this is supposed to be the leader of the free world. You see what he did during COVID. Light. Drink bleach. It's Man, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if, um, <laughs> I don't know where this country is headed, man. But from the look of it right now, it does not look good at all. Doesn't look good at all. But, uh, we'll see. Hmm. What's this? think you can win. Um, I don't know. I can't. I'm trying to see if I understand this question real quick. Oh, this should be a doozy. how do I feel about the child support system <laughs> oh man, I would love to answer this question so obviously the system is really flawed it's extremely flawed but that's for reasons you think because I think mean, it's 91% of custody barrels of women get you know the the child. So, think about that. If 91% of women get the the child, right, that means 9% of men get the the rest. So, this woman could be a very, very, very bad, very, very bad girlfriend or wife or whatever, and she still gets to go with the child. Um... I just don't find that fair. I just don't. I've never found it fair. And this is what the problem with the United States is, the, the hypocrisy of the United States and, and and femininity. Because if that's the case, if you want femininity and you want to be equal, then we need to have 50-50 when it comes to custody battles. It needs to be, okay, of construction workers need to be women and men. 50 police women, 50 policemen, 50 women firefighters, 50 and so on and so on. If you're talking about equality... So, and we know it's not like that. So, when it comes to the child support system, um, basically, I think it's 80% of men pay. I think, I'm, I think it's 80% of men and 20% of women pay child support. But um, the thing is, like, the people that do pay child support, me being one of them, we face the same economy. Uh, and challenges as a custodial parent a custodial parent is the parent that what the child lives with okay um it's disingenuous for a person that you know that doesn't you know the child can live with him when they say man you know I'm going to have to miss a payment because, you know, I, I ain't got no money to pay this when it comes to bills and everything else. And um, it, it's just really disingenuous um to say I have to do this every month. And if I fall behind or if something happens, I could possibly lose my license or be locked up. Uh Jail was the intended, the intention of jail was made for people to um, keep the street safe, lock up criminals and stuff like that, not being a bad parent, and it costs more to keep somebody in jail than it does them actually paying child support. And, um... I think that both parents should be paying child support, not just one. It should be both because back we're equal, right? We're equal. It's just not right. It's it's that the system is really really flawed, man, and um. And, you know, most of us, it's us men that usually pay it. So the system is just, I don't know. The mentality of the system is if you don't pay, then you're a bad person. And we have to punish you. It's a very, very negative reinforcement system. And um, a negative reinforcement, I tell you right now, it never works. And it needs to be more of an incentive system where you can say, okay, if you pay your child support, you can do this. And I'm not talking about just claiming your kids. I'm talking about if you pay your child support, um you know, you might get a tax break. Or if you pay your child support, it's just a bunch of things that they could do when you pay your child support. And if you get behind, because we all get behind on things, but that, that, uh, that stigma of you getting behind is, oh, he's a deadbeat or whatever like that. Nah, that's not always the case. That's not always the case. Just because a you know a single mother has a problem paying the bill or something like that doesn't make her a bad mother. And you don't lock them up. But I don't see how locking up a person's parent can be in the great interest of the child. That's what child support's for. It's the great is supposed to be the best interest of the child. Right? The best interest of the child. And I don't see how locking a parent up could be in the best interest of a child. Or even suspending his license. I don't know how that could be in the best interest of a child. So, um, that system definitely needs to be dismantled and being rebuilt. Um, we all go through things and, and even if it's the men that just don't want to pay, I just don't see the reason. To um, ruin somebody's life because they want to be a bad parent. Like me personally, you should want to pay something because they're your child. That's just me. But at the same time, I don't think you should have to ruin somebody's life. And yes, I'm telling you right now, you getting your license suspended can ruin your life. It can ruin your life. That is like the first step of you taking a downward spiral by getting your license suspended. Because once you see that on the record, your license is suspended, I told you, it you has a stigma of, okay, this is not a guy I want to hire. This is not a person. I mean, his license is suspended. So basically, you get the same treatment as a person that has a DUI. So what do you think is more dangerous? Somebody driving intoxicated? Or under the influence? Or someone not paying child support? Because they're 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 going to get the same punishment. We obviously we know driving under the influence is way more dangerous than not paying child support. I've never heard of anybody dying from not paying child support. And like I said, I think people, I think the authorities should pay child support, but it, there got to be a different way where it's just not so one sided. And the child support system needs to be tied to the custody thing. So yeah, right now the custody situation and child support is different. So yes, you can still you can pay child support and not have like your paternity rights and so on and so on. But you cannot have uh, paternity rights and not pay child support. <laughs> it's not happening. And that needs to be looked into and revamped and everything else, man. Like like I said, man, just because people that don't they're having trouble paying their student loans and everything else, man, because United States, this is this is what's wrong with capitalism. Capitalism is like you swimming, right? You're swimming you just, like a casual swim, you're just swimming. And debt. It's a big old wave that's right behind you that could drown you. Debt. And you see that wave coming. And you gotta stay ahead of it. Because you know once that wave hits you, you're gonna drown. That's what's, That's capitalism. And... It just takes a second. It just takes a second to um to be drowning in debt. Man. But yeah, that child support system, man, yeah, it it, it needs to be revamped and re looked at. And um, it's really sad that how it ruins lives because um it goes in your credit and everything else man and it's just you'd be surprised on how you know how bad uh, life could be when your credit's messed up or you don't have good credit it's really really sad okay let's think of something else hmm. hmm how do I feel about my Lakers huh man. very disappointed very very disappointed man it's really sad that a 30 you know a man has played 21 seasons in the NBA is still one of the top five players in the league. And I don't know if the Lakers want him to score 30 or 40 every night. Um, but he's not 28 years old, 25 years old. So LeBron, that's not going to happen. And the team should not be depending on LeBron James to have a big game. That's Anthony Davis's job. Anthony Davis needs to be doing that. He's the best player on the team. Um I don't know. Anthony Davis, he's balling out this year. He's balling out this year. But I don't know if the Lakers have enough around them to actually do something. Um uh, the reason why they made the, uh, the uh, Western Conference Finals last year is because they, you know, they ran into favorable match- matchups against them on the way there, and then you see what happened when they played Denver. But um, they, i don't know. I don't. The Lakers, man. They. I. I don't know. D'Angelo Russell's on the trading block which I, I don't know how I feel about that because he's been balling out lately. He's been balling out, but I don't, I don't know. The Lakers are missing something. I don't know what it is, but they're, they're missing something. And it's really hard to be get excited about them because they're so Jekyll and Hyde right now. And I don't know. It's just really hard to get excited about my Lakers. Um, Not very many questions tonight, huh? Let me see. Um... Let's see. Well. Guess that would be it. Oh. um I've been trying to get my daughter and her volleyball team to come to a podcast with me. I can't wait to do that. I hope, see, my daughter said, well, I'll think about it, Dad. Because there there might be some future Huskers on that team. And um, hopefully my daughter, she's so stuck up. (laughs) Well, hopefully she'll, her and her volleyball team, do a podcast with me. That's going to be very exciting. I don't think there's any more questions, man. oh shout out to Jess hilarious uh, she's the third host on um the breakfast club i'm really glad she got that she's really really good with them too so shout out to Jess hilarious man yeah i'm proud of you woman do your thing oh and she's fine too really fine Oh. Before I go. Um, I want to say this about people, man. And I hope you're not one of these people, but you're going to understand what I say. When I say this. Um, if somebody's going to help you, please don't mention it when you help them. When somebody really needs your help and you're trying and you're helping them, make it as easy as possible. Please don't make it hard. Please don't throw it up in their face. Please don't, you know, you ain't got to do all that, man. you want to help somebody, help somebody. If You know, you don't have to remind them that you're, you're helping them. They ain't forgot, especially when they're going through a hard time. And if you're a real friend, you shouldn't even have to mention it. Oh, man, that time I helped you? Nah, nah, you ain't got to do, nah, I don't, I don't do that, man. you going to help somebody, help somebody. You reminding them that they need help. Is the worst feeling in the world, man. We we don't you don't need to do all that. It's probably better if you don't help them, because people that need help don't want to hear it. So, like I said, if you're gonna help somebody, help somebody, man. And. basically just help them and help comes in all types of form. but if you're gonna make it harder by reminding them that you're helping them then just don't help just don't help and when um, people that are not close to me, um, are criticizing my podcast and stuff like that, man. I'm going to tell you right now, you don't have to listen. You don't have to listen. There is no law saying you have to listen to the Jaywalk podcast. It's, it's a, you know, they say it's a free country. So for us blacks, but it's a free country. You can listen to whatever you want to. If you don't like it, and you like my subject matter, by all you have all free means. You don't have to listen to me. I'm not going to beg for for listeners and everything else. I know I don't do that. But I have people close to me being very critical of me and my podcast, and I'm letting you know right now, you don't have to listen you start your own podcast and you can talk about whatever you want you want and do it how you want to do it but you're not gonna i'm not gonna sit here and let you criticize mine because of what you think obviously there's thousands of people that are listening to me that like on what i'm saying okay that's who i will um try to cater to but if you want to criticize Then okay. Then don't listen to me. It's easy fix. Real easy. What I'm saying is. People. Need to be supportive. When other people are trying things. Especially friends, your real friends will support you and help you to where you want to go. And I'm not saying that I'm above criticism, nothing at all. But what I will say, though, is you don't have to listen. You don't have to listen. That's what's so great about this country. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. So to all my haters and people that want to criticize me, don't listen. See how easy that is? Don't support me. I got plenty of people that support me. I don't need your support. That's fine. little something that you learn when you get to be my age man real will recognize real and real will recognize fake I'm going to say that one more time real recognize real and real recognize fake and um A lot of people will hate on you because you're brave enough to do something and they're not. People will hate on you because um, they're wishing that they could do what you do. So... So whatever you guys are doing in any endeavor in life, if you listen to this podcast, please keep at it. Let the haters hate. Just like Cat Williams said, haters (laughs) haters are not born, they're made. And the great T I said, if they're not hating, then start worrying. I to I took that lyric to heart. If they ain't hating, then don't you know start worrying. But if they hating, you're doing something right. So for the people that are trying things and that are being um that are trying new things and trying to be successful, I salute you. Please keep at it. Um you will break through if you're determined enough. You'll break through. Like my podcast, This breaking through. Um not where I, where I want to be, but if I keep at it and keep at it and keep at it, eventually I will get there. So uh, thank you for listening and remember that time is infinite, but yours is not. Do not put off anything you can do today till tomorrow. Just get it done today, because there might not be it tomorrow. That's why I'm at my 220th podcast. Yeah, yeah, I made a lot, but um, I think we'll end it with that one, man. Um, I want once again, I want to say rest in peace uh, to those soldiers that died in Syria. And my, my thoughts are with their families. And if you're religious, I hope you can pray for them. Because um, I'm pretty sure their families are uh, pretty broken up right now. Um, Be good to yourself. Let's be better to each other. Jaywalk is out.